Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Kelvin Not Calvin's Insanely Cool Cast. And today I have Victoria Thompson here with me. And tell us about yourself, Victoria. She's an actress, a model, a poet, (laughs) a rapper. Well, um, of course, you know, all artists, I feel like, carry many hats. So um, my main one, I would have to say, is spoken word. Love spoken word. Have been doing it for quite a long time. Um, acting too. Um, a little bit of singing. A little bit of dancing. She's um, really good at singing. <laughs> a little bit of writing. Um, writing's fun too. Storytelling. Um, all those things are pretty fun. As well. Cool. So. What what we were talking about, we talked about so much before the cast. She is so interesting. She's one of the most oh, interesting people you. I've ever met. So tell us how you got into the arts. What got you into okay. poetry, acting, all of this stuff? Okay. What would make you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So, okay, I'm originally from Texas. I'm originally from um, Texas. around the Houston area. Houston. Um, my the parents Rockets are right both from there. Yeah, I love the Rockets. Uh, go Rockets. Kind <laughs> uh, of stupid of question. Of course, you know. Win or lose, I'm a Rockets fan. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and I, I've done acting since I was little. Um, my first play was in like first grade. So, uh, yeah. And I've been writing since I was like 12, poetry. So, um, I've been doing it for a while. But then um, how I got to California was I joined the military. What? I have so many people in my family in the military. I'm like the only man that didn't go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it is a unique experience. Um, I loved it. Navy. Who ya? What? (laughs) (laughs) My cousin's husband. My my other cousin, Ashim, is in the Navy. He might see this. So... Go Navy. I mean, the other branches are great, too. But... Go Navy. <laughs> right? No, I cannot see you, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Jude, what's up? But um, I definitely had fun. And that's how I got to California um, military. I got stationed here and um, started doing a little bit of work. And you um, fell in love with it because it's so amazing. Yeah. Like, I just had to. I was like, all right, this is what it is. You know, you try a bunch of things and then you find what it is, hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I was grateful for that. So cool. So, man, yeah, you said you said you had been doing it for so like when you were a kid, and then you you joined the military, and then you got out, and then you just had the urge just came back up. And you were like, I gotta get back on stage. I did. Um, my sister also wrote as well. So whenever I got out, um, that was kind of me and her thing that we talked about, and we um, had all these plans and things like that to uh, go ahead and take care of. I was getting my bachelor's in um, psychology. Wow. Yeah, so a lot of my poetry (laughs) now is kind of related to some of the studies that I did. So um, a part of why I perform now is um, to help people that um, are going through um, certain psychological disorders that I can identify with. Wow, we just had a guest on last week. (laughs) And we talked about the exact same thing, how he wants yeah. to start a non-profit. He's a yeah. therapist that's also a musician. Okay. So he's practicing with family and marriage currently. Oh, okay. And then he and I are actually working on a song, so I actually want to get all these all these <laughs> great people trying to help folks and stuff. They're my <laughs> friends. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. So, 
Um, yeah, so so tell me about, like, how has your experience in L.A. been thus far? Like, what is it like for you as an actress with all these talents and stuff? And we were talking about how the military really prepped you for the schedule. Um, okay, that's for sure. So the military schedule is hectic. Number one, you have to deal with um, everybody's attitudes um, and certain the way people speak to you um and the, <laughs> it's all about the mission and you have to learn not to take anything personally and i think that's really big here in hollywood um is oh, that yeah. you have to learn not to take it personally you're trash <laughs> you're too young you're yeah. too black yeah. yeah you have to have that mentality of oh, all right i'm gonna prove you wrong because mm-hmm. if not you might end up you know kind of broken but i feel like the military and going through boot camp and having people consistently every day in your face telling you things that aren't so nice mm-hmm. <laughs> oh kind of prepares you for that you just have to muscle through it and you get stronger or you don't so hopefully you, you get stronger but it definitely prepared me and with the Navy, it's a lot of traveling. So it's a lot of moving here and here and scheduling and not being exactly prepared and a lack of stability that you also experience in the entertainment field. Right? You get to have to improvise <laughs> a lot. So tell, tell us how, like, that's helped you since you've moved out here. Like, is there a particular gig or anything that you've had that you felt, like, really prepared for? Um, I, I think... Or um, awesome experience that you've had so far. Uh, I think my most fun that I've had thus far would still have to be my first performance just because it was the most nerve-wracking. Um, I didn't know that it was a slam poetry night and it was my first time performing ever. Where was it? It was at the Poetry Lounge. What? Number one, right? Man, right? That, that's connected to my high school. I've been going to the Poetry Lounge since I was like 14. Oh, wow. For like crazy. almost 20 years. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and it's like notoriously competitive. Please mm. tell me the rest of the story. Man, okay. <laughs> no, so, let's do it. Like, and of course, for me, I'm just like, I'm not telling anybody. And nobody knew that it was like my first time. So uh-huh. I got up there and I did my thing and I ended up um, placing fourth. Whoa, so that's hot. Guys, man. you have no idea. Yeah, people come from around the country yeah. to like compete like specifically for oh. that they like i flew in from texas i flew in from pennsylvania yeah. just to do this competition it's crazy yeah. competitive yeah it was it's definitely oh my gosh and i mean especially when it, almost every poem just changes you so emotionally it's yeah. like oh my god these are really great pieces and yeah. To actually be able to get up there and, and first of all, for your first time to be able to say, you know what, I can compete with these people on some kind of level and, and just get up there and do it. It was like, oh, all right, well, here goes nothing. <laughs> like, I belong here. Yeah. I made the right choice. You know? I was proud. I was happy. So <laughs> tell us um, some more of your success. Have you gotten any more acting gigs recently or like... Um, okay, so recently I've really been working really, really hard on writing a script. Um, a movie or a... Yes, um, man, the format has changed so much. Uh-huh. Um, so it has gone between a choreo poem, a screenplay, to more of an episodic type of thing. So it is just like my baby, and it is developing, um, but the character is solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is a spoken word artist, so it's a way for me to throw that in there and kind of bring that um, into popularity, hopefully, you know, merge it with something else so we can give it more life because poetry doesn't isn't super duper popular right but, but yeah maybe if you attached it to like a superhero character mm-hmm. this poet superhero poet <laughs> wordsworth no <I'm> just kidding <laughs> you're like no no no, no please no hey, you know what <laughs> right i gotta copy word that right now off screen right <laughs> oh man that's cool so 
what is your biggest dream? Like, what do you hope to accomplish? Like, what, what do you see yourself in 10 years? That's what I really mean. Hmm, okay, 10 years. I think my number one thing that I wanna be doing is something that, um, more or less has to do with writing still. Um, I definitely want to do acting. Um, I definitely want to hopefully build my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of business? I want to do kind of like um, a business for people who are starting out, people who want to come up and things like that. Um, just, I guess, a guidance for them of how to, who to talk to, where to go, things like that. You know yeah, what I mean? The training, like the training. to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, that's like ultimately is to accomplish, you know, being in movies and getting my music out and getting my content out, but then um, also build something to where I can help the next person. You have music? You know? Whoa! Yeah, you, know? you didn't even tell you me. Know? Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of slid that in there. You know? Yeah, you know, you know? there's a music girl that was like, you know, I keep thinking very we quiet, homies. guys. I thought we was homies. I just I mean, played her like my whole discography before y'all got here. All these unreleased tracks now. <laughs> Oh, like, no, nobody else has heard this. <laughs> Just Victoria. She's the only person. No, that's not true. I didn't play. I played her like, I played her Lavish Living, the remix. Hey, came out last so Friday. Good, Go check the, oh, thank you. It came check out last out. Friday. And I'm going to put the link in the, in the, in the bottom. The show, and the show. link to your music. Hey. Okay, so, you know, okay. we're working on the getting it out part. Because that's the, you know, that's that's the interesting part, as, as uh, what, always. What is, so. um, what is interesting? I might be able to assist you after the cameras go off, of course. <laughs> you know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I can tell you on, on camera because some people might want to hear that. Because um, um, I, I don't, I, man, I'm stuttering today. <laughs> I was telling you that. I'm in this Facebook group that's called GarageBand Users, and one of the guys in there, Jude Capanna, he is, he is, he was there, but um, he's how I know of this group. I went to the group, and we made all this music. A lot of us make music, you know, however often, and then it got to the point where we wanted to distribute it, because we're like, okay, well, I have like 20 songs, now can I do something else with it? Yeah. So one guy recommended this app to me called Amuse, and okay. Amuse allows you to distribute your music for free. So, oh, okay. Yeah, as long as you have it in a wave format and it, I mean, yeah, as long as you have it in a wave format and your sample is cleared or you have registered the sample. Okay. But I would recommend that you, oh, and then you can do, if somebody worked on it with you, there's another website I can tell you about. It's called splitsheets.com. If you work with another artist, and you want to make sure that everybody gets their fair amount of credit. Um, normally, guys write split sheets, but I know that a lot of people don't do that. <laughs> or It depends on the studio that you're going to. They handwrite it. But if they're like, oh, we'll get to that afterwards, you're like, it's cool. I got it right here <laughs> on my phone. Let's work it out right now, and then we can work on the song. That way, you don't get cheated when somebody says, let's collaborate on something. Okay. And if they don't want to do it, Walk out, because <laughs> they're not going to pay you anyway. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, so um, I can tell you about that. But the Amuse app is what I used to release my last song. I just uploaded it. It allows you to upload the cover art, and it gives you, like, a registration number. And um, as long as you've registered the song with your publisher, mine is BMI. Um, you can use BMI or ASCAP. Okay. Um, 
The only reason I use ASCAP, I mean, I don't use ASCAP is because it costs money and BMI is free to register. <laughs> but a lot of people I have heard say ASCAP's better. I have no idea why. I'm meeting with a lady this week. She's going to explain it to me and I will explain it all to you <laughs> as soon as I find out. But, oh, there's Quay Quay. Quay Quay is the guy that told me about Amuse. And uh, we're talking about right now, to fill you in, how t- how I distributed my last song, Lavish Living, because um, Quay Quay used Amuse to release his song. I don't remember the song, but if you can post a link to it in the video, that would be fantastic. But, um, yeah, so I asked him how he released his song on iTunes, and he told me, he said, I went and downloaded this app, and he just uploaded all this stuff, and then it gives you the registration number and stuff like that to the IRC, and if you want, you can go back up to BMI on the website and register the song there, and that way you make sure you get all your own credit. Gway gway, I'm sorry. Gway gway. Okay. Oh, song link. What's okay? Song leaks new. Okay, all right. Well, we'll okay. check that out too. So, and yeah, that's why I do this because it helps people who don't know this stuff. I didn't know any of this stuff until I started hanging out in the live videos that I do. So I'm just trying to make them for the people that hang out with me, you know, because they don't hang out with those groups. So, um, anyway. So yeah, so you had your song that you're trying to get out. Yes, that I'm working on. How many of it? Just one or two? Is it five? Um, I have a couple of them, but uh, as far as the instrumentals, whenever I wrote them, mind you, I was very, very fresh to it. So I didn't know that you had to um, get permissions, right? Oh, yeah, I learned that one before you can post it, or else people can like sue you. you, Yeah. So yeah. How'd you find that out? Did the person hit you up and say cut no, it out? No, I went to the recording studio and I was, I'm like, I got all my material and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to record it. And they're like, by the way, can't and use that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that's why it's important. It's also important if you have an iPhone to make your own beats, and it doesn't matter if they're not that tight, <laughs> because people are going to be liking you for you anyway. So like, like, um. Like, did you hear the first XXX Tentacion song, R.I.P.? Um, it's trash. And I don't mean, like, it sucks. I mean, like, the quality. It sounds oh. like he recorded it in the bathroom oh, wow. of his apartment in the toilet or oh, something. Wow. And that's the song that blew him up. Like, that is the song that made him famous is the, is the worst song I've ever heard. Oh. Quality, Quality-wise, it's, it's like... I'm like, That's who crazy. put this out? Like, yeah. So, so it, I'm not saying quality doesn't matter because quality definitely matters. You don't want to do what he did. He got really lucky, <laughs> or maybe he just he had. Some people have it, some people don't. But with with technology, like I said, I, I'm even doing this podcast on my phone right now. I'm doing, and then I'm live streaming this on my iPad. It's like the 21st century is here. Right? True. Everything's right at your fingertips. Yeah, like we used to have to have thousands of dollars worth of equipment to do all of these things. Now I can do it from the comfort of my own home. What? (laughs) Right? No excuses, guys. Anyways, um, man, what were we talking about? We were talking about coming to California. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, tell us about California. Coming to California and um, what started me in um, performing. Um, so I definitely think that being in LA um, and being in Hollywood is important because you meet a lot of other artistic people that help motivate you so maybe if you don't exactly know you will, it's so easy to meet somebody who can give you an idea or something like that say oh hey try this just 
like even now. So <laughs> <laughs> this is um, a great place for opportunity in that aspect um, that it's not necessarily available in other places like Texas. Um, there's not a lot of creative uh, opportunities there. So um, here is definitely refreshing. And so it feels so much more freeing because I feel like nothing is off limits here. Like True. Nothing, <laughs> nothing I say is weird. Like no, no ideas. I, no, we've seen it all. I grew up in Los Angeles. I've literally seen everything. Man. I've seen the craziest stuff. I'm not going to get into it. Because it's too crazy. Man, it's just too crazy. Actually, I'll tell one quick story. I was riding the train, and this dude said, "Hey, is that a guitar?" I said, "Yeah." He says, "I used to play guitar." I said, "That's cool." He said, "When I was your age, I robbed forty banks." Uh-oh. Just like that fast. That segue. It wasn't like, "Oh yeah, what's your name?" Blah blah blah. He was like, "Segue." I robbed forty banks when I was your age. Then he described the process and how he got caught and some way crazier details. I'm actually gonna write a song about it because it's such a <laughs> harrowing ordeal. No, yeah. I loved it. I love crazy stories like that because I grew up here. Yeah. So. Anyways, do you have any crazy stories? Um, What's your craziest? Oh LA my story? goodness! Oh my goodness! I mean, Let me see which LA ones story. I can tell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay. So, oh man. Hopefully, you know this will never come back to me. <laughs> okay, you guys. So I worked with a photographer once, and um, she was very interesting. Um, she, I came for photos, paid for my photos, and then she asked me to do to help her out, do some assistant work. She was like, oh, I like you, you know, help me out. I was like, all right, cool. Um, so I, I went to help her out. We needed to put some signs up to get across the street. First of all, she wanted to jaywalk, and that wasn't very comfortable with me. And then she was holding this dog, right? So we start walking. We get to literally the middle, and it's like a four lane, right? And um, traffic, I don't know, like she didn't, it, she didn't decide to jaywalk when there was no traffic. <laughs> you know what I mean? That I wouldn't have been so concerned about. No. So we're in the middle of the street. Her dog starts barking out of control, and um, there are cars coming, and she starts yelling at the cars. Yelling at the cars. Stop, you stupid. Don't you see? I mean, I'm sitting there, like, not knowing what to do. Like, oh, my God. That's L.A., man. Oh, it was they're so like bad. dogs over everything. Oh my god, it was so bad. <laughs> we got across the street. I was like, I'm never coming back here. <laughs> We're doing this again. You risked my life for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> like, no. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if you had the opportunity to work with anybody in the world, living or dead, who would it be? Eminem. Okay. Okay, but how? Like, would it, would you be the main actress in Eight Mile Two? Would you be, be a featured singer? Would you do like a like a skit? Like, what? You got to tell me the format. Rap battle. I need to. Whoa. Rap freaking whoa, battle. Whoa. Rap battle. You have to spit like eight bars now. No. <laughs> no. 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 Four bars. No, I would do like two I would, bars. <laughs> I would do like one bar. <laughs> okay, okay, um, okay. I, I got something for you. Um, um, I see you over there with your head cocked to the side, legs open wide, trying to catch my niggas. Ah ha! Bitch, you ain't nothing but a tip drill. Niggas say bop, cause your paper's at a standstill. The ones you thought was sweating, you was really sweating them dollars. And when you said you ain't had none, them niggas said shit out my holler. Oh! <laughs> Got them skills. 
Oh man. Oh, we were coming. That was great. <laughs> yes. Oh man, that was so much fun. All right, last question. Last question. Your dream project. Oh man. Like if you had unlimited funds, would you put on a play, a movie? What would you do? I would do a movie. Because I can include so many things in a movie. Okay, what would do you have a cat? It could be any anybody you want in the cast. Oh, I'm definitely um, Halle Berry is my number one. Okay, okay, she's the star. She's the second behind you. She's she's the (laughs) co-star. I love you, Halle, but (laughs) you know, (laughs) my shine, you know. She gonna be in the back, bro. All the way you. in the back. You no, know, I just need people to know that you were in the movie. Oh and gosh. Holly, and you know, featuring at the end. You know, you know, your picture can be big as hell on the poster, though. <laughs> but I would definitely want Holly Berry. Okay, um, okay. Who else? Who else? Let's see. Denzel is one of my favorites. Oh too. yeah. Okay. What? As an action movie? Is it drama? What kind of movie? It's Comedy? a drama. It's a drama. But the thing, my movie, man. Let me tell you. Okay. Uh-huh. So this is the fuck thing about my movie. My movie would have a game involved. Interactive movie. Not just any kind of movie. No, no, no. Interactive. Like you would actually have to participate with your phone. Or man, if they come out with more better technology, then we'll use better technology. But you would actually have to do something in the movie, and it would come up in the movie. Like, that sounds dope. That's that's the wave <laughs> of the future, y'all. You heard it here you know, first. first. <laughs> when that comes out. Hey, man, I'll see you later, Guayguay. Thank you for kicking it. Okay, okay, so so that was your thing. Oh, um, we got to have a villain, though, right? Who would be the villain? Oh, man. Um, Morgan Freeman. Oh, man. Yeah, he's a real villain. He's like a real life. It would be Bill Cosby <laughs> and Morgan Freeman tandem, like, together. <laughs> Together, <laughs> right? And the, and then the dude from from Nightmare on Elm Street, oh, Robert man, England. No, no, he scares me. <laughs> He'd be looking all like his face actually oh. looks like that. Well, I remember when you took the oh. mask off. I was like, he doesn't look any different. Oh man, he looks exactly <laughs> the same. Oh man. Okay. Oh, you know what? I lied. One more question. Because it's October. October is my favorite month of the year. Not because of Halloween, even though that's a big reason. It is because of Halloween. I lied. <laughs> All the decorations. Right. You know? That wasn't even me. That was my roommate. But I was like, yeah. Yeah. Where can I throw this up at? Hell yeah. Hammering all kinds of shit. So, what's your favorite scary movie? Mm, I think it's called Pumpkinhead. Oh, yeah. I've about? seen them all. I've seen every horror movie oh. ever on Earth. But if you have any recommendations, put them in the comments because I love scary movies. <laughs> Go ahead. Pumpkinhead, though. That one really had me, um, you know, they, they bullied him. Then they pushed him down the well and he came back for all of them. And it was just. <sighs> it's like, right. It's like saw, you know, like that stuff that makes you feel guilty. Like if you ever bullied a kid, yeah. like you push the little kid, you push the fat kid down the well. And that's your worst nightmare is that fat boy coming back. <laughs> And being all buff, I got another quick story. So, when I was in eighth grade, there was a sixth grader who had on one of them, them Stone Cold Steve Austin shirts that they get from, like, Payless. Like, it looked like the iron-on, right? And I had the I had WWE authentic one because my mom loved me. <laughs> and because I'm an only child and I was spoiled as fuck. 
right? So my mom gets me this shirt. I was like, yeah, look, my shirt's nice and yours is fake. And he said, what? And he's like 11, so I didn't think he was like, yeah, you're, you're 11, I'm 13, you ain't gonna do nothing. He goes, bam! Socks me in the face with all of his might. And I was like, whoa. So the, then I escaped, right? <laughs> and then after school, I'm walking to the bus stop, you know, I'm like, la, 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 la. He goes, I heard you was talking shit at lunchtime. <laughs> socked me in the face two more times and then the principal came the assistant principal his name was his name was mr taylor he had the juiciest jerry curl on earth and he i swear to god i went to middle school with him and high school with him i was like why did you change schools to come to the same school as me at the same time i had seven years with this dude's jerry curl juice dripping anyways he put he he used to talk like one of them distinguished southern dudes like the ones from carolina yeah where they be all talking like this real slow like and everything they say is real important oh, sounding. Oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. He would talk, right? So he would talk like that and stuff and, and he separated us and he says, now you're both getting suspended because you couldn't keep your hands to yourself. And I was like, I didn't hit him though. He socked me in the face three times. He stole on me, this little fat boy. Stole on me three times. After that, the moral of the story was I stopped talking about kids because I didn't want no revenge to happen to me. So, I feel your pain. Man, I had a moment where I was like, oh God. What did I talk about? Most of the time when I talk about people, I do it silently. So. Right? I was Never again. I will never talk about anyone ever. <laughs> so I did see Pumpkinhead and I had those same terrified feelings. Like, no! <laughs> it's coming for me. <laughs> At least I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Oh, well, Victoria has been a fantastic guest to deal with my shenanigans. It's hot up in here. Her makeup's all wet. So. No. So I appreciate you. Thank you, guys. That's um, her music. I'm going to link. Kelvin, not Calvin, you know me. And I'll put links to my new music, new song, Lavish Living Out, the Ooh. remix. I'm trying to get a song with Victoria, like right now, actually. <laughs> and thank you again. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.